This is the Kamloops Insider with Parker Bennett. Hey, welcome everybody to the Kamloops Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Parker Bennett from Morella Page Westwind Realty. And I'm joined by some unique and encouraging people. Welcome back, Philippa Tisa. Thank you. She's been away for an awful long time. <laughs> like we, we were going to rent your office space out. Oh, you know what? You probably could have, hey, for that whole month. I, I totally took over your desk, your chair. I scattered all my paperwork everywhere <laughs> in the office. It was really good. Uh, so welcome back. Thank you. Uh, how was the land down under? It was great. Amazing. Yeah? Yeah. Sun was good? I should probably go back there next year. Next year? Yeah. It is next year. Oh, okay. So maybe next, next year. Next, next year. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have behind the scenes Emma Papillardo who, if you don't know, is an extremely good assistant to myself and Philippa. And I want to give some gratitude there because I need to make sure that she's smiling at all times. Suck up. She's amazing. And we're joined by a special guest, Mr. Chad Price. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming out. Thank you for having me. Emphasis on the special, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Uh, Chad Price is a flooring guru from United Floors, not to be confused with New Floors, who I've heard in the past has had several encounters of being missed, right? Like that is true. The yep. logos yep. are kind of deceiving. Yep. What's the deal with that? Not really sure, but we, we still see it for sure. Right. It's, uh, it's a conundrum. I think what you guys should put like a pink surround around your logo. I think it would change the dynamics of the logo. Something, <laughs> something could be done, no doubt. Right. We'll talk to Neil about that. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about yourself, man. Well, I am a 35-year-old bachelor. I've been selling flooring for 12 and a half, 13 and a half years. So I thought you were going to say 1,000. No. <laughs> feels like it some days, but... Yeah. Uh, but it's crazy. I did never think that I would be in this field for even for this long, and yet I still still enjoy it. Yeah, it's cool. like going to work every day. Awesome. And you're like you're like a musician too, right? Uh, now I'm just a basement musician. But right. yeah, we we had a band here a while ago and played a lot of shows in town in Vancouver, Vernon. So, so break it down. Break it down. What kind of music? Um, the the, the last project was more. Just modern rock. Yeah. The new stuff I play is a little heavier. Oh yeah. <laughs> like you need long hair to like. Tune uh, that one no, or no, not necessarily. But it's just, it's a little heavier. There's maybe a little bit of screaming involved, but nice. it's, it's all tasteful. <laughs> yeah. If you can do that tastefully. All right. <laughs> so I've talked to your dad about it, and uh, he says you're an absolute fantastic musician. Well, he would say that. And he has to. He has to, for yeah. sure. You should, yeah. you should hear what my mom says. What'd she say? Oh, even better. Even better? Yeah. <laughs> nice. But that's mom's for you. So you, you, you play, tell me the instruments you play, because I've, I've had a conversation with your dad about this. You play the piano. I do play the piano, not very often, but uh, I th- that's kind of where the, I think the basics I start the basics with, of music. with music yeah. and learning how to, to read music. Um, and then I just, Thought that playing guitar would be much cooler. Right. And it totally is. What about drums? Uh, not really. No. I can keep a beat, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah. 
So the guitar, like what kind of guitars? Are we talking bass? Are we talking... Uh, no, electric guitars. I play uh, Paul Reed Smith, which is a particular brand. Fairly high quality okay. guitars. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know zero about music, except for my oldest daughter plays the piano exceptionally well and has been for a very long time. That's good. That's and good. I've recently had this kind of side bet with my wife that... There's a there's a song what is it called Furlease? Mm-hmm. Yeah, song? yeah. Without training for because either of us, one of us don't have any sort of skill set. <laughs> we we are challenging ourselves to become the Furlease. We got to pound that song out, but without any help from our daughter because she can play really well. Yeah. So it's been this like, but you have to practice when no one's home. Because, one because it's terrible, and two because like I don't want my wife to know what I'm doing. Like I don't want to know that I'm practicing. I just want to come out one day and I'm going to kick the fur lease and, and show her up. Well, it's a worthy challenge. It's a good song. It is. Yeah. yeah. Set song. it up on your iPad. Do it in the office. Can you do set, it there? Yeah. Set really? it up on your, yeah. I'll get you sorted. All right. So new project <laughs> for 2018. Add that to my bucket list of to-dos. Um, how'd you get into flooring? Like, why flooring? Um, well, originally, uh, Dad was building spec houses at the time and... They were getting their, their flooring from Brian, who had recently opened up new floors. Okay. And uh, so in conversation with Brian, um, Brian was asking Dad what what I was doing. And yep. at that point, I was working down at B&B Board Shop and uh, was needing to do something slightly more more of a career instead of just a job. So. Right. And I was originally thinking about uh, being a tile setter. And thank goodness I didn't do that, but... Uh, and that sounds like a lot of work. Ugh, those poor guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, they get they get paid well, but, oh my goodness, I don't begrudge them right. what they get paid. It's like so, a combination of art and grunt labor. Yeah, because you have to be a perfectionist to some degree, and no tiles are lightweight. They're all, yeah. <laughs> they're all heavy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. So then Brian, uh, yeah, Dad said I wasn't really doing too much or didn't have a real direction at that point, and so wondered if I would be interested in uh, a career in floor covering. So the rest is history. Right. <laughs> well, it's funny you bring that up, the history, because I did a little digging before this podcast, oh, and I, I looked up <laughs> the history of floor covering. So as a flooring expert, I would assume that you know the history. Of floor covering. Don't assume anything. Okay, all right. Don't assume anything. You're going to be tested right now. I took notes just to to keep it super clear. Uh, I wanted to know, like, imagine way back when, you know, after we left teepees, I I guess, uh, and moved into structured type homes, when did we decide we needed to cover the floor with something? Right? Yeah. So... In the history of this, <laughs> I found out some stuff, some interesting stuff. So it turns out, way back 6,000 BC, there is proven facts of not only tile flooring, floor covering, um, but also a ton of carpet. So then I started to dig in deeper, and this may be... Are, are you guys part of the BC Floor Covering Association? I believe we are, okay. but don't quote me on that. Okay. Because that's new to me. I didn't realize there was a, an association for that. But they're the ones that provided all this interesting facts. So if you're quoting me, 
It's coming straight off the BC Association of Floor uh, <laughs> covering. So dating back to 456 BC, there is proven facts of, of Egyptians as well as um, other cultures that were slaying wild animals for their skin to use as carpets to improve the quality of their living conditions and make their sleeping, sitting, and standing more comfortable. That makes sense. We've seen the movies. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's right. Do we want to lie on dirt and rocks? No. No. What's interesting, and I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm bragging here a little bit, but Marco Polo himself was, um, now this dates back to 1080, where he was um, in the trade routes of the Persian rugs. Or you, when you consider like carpets, yeah, like throw rugs, what do you think of as like the classiest, greatest area to get a? I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but in the movies, they perceive it as like Persian is the way to go. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. So he was trading carpet throw rugs with other cultures. 1000 AD. Interesting stuff. Now that I've bored you. With that. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that, was, that was interesting. interesting yeah. the details. Yeah, riveted. Like, I try to do a little bit of research before each podcast. Um, okay, let's, let's jump right into a topic, which is I want to know what the trends of flooring are. Well, as far as colors, we'll start with that maybe. Um, grays are still fairly popular. We do see leaning a little more towards the, going back to the browns, like more the brownie grays at this point, but I could very easily see it going back to kind of the true browns, more earth tones. Um, everything always comes full, full circle. Full circle. But, uh, yeah. As far as products, I'm always blown away at the, the popularity of, the, of vinyl right, right now. Um, vinyl planks, vinyl tiles, clickable, loose lay, glue down. Right. There's just no end to this, it seems. Right. But, yeah. It, is, that, is vinyl so popular because it's, it's durable, or is it, um, like, why do you think it's popular right now? Um, partly, I think, because it's essentially waterproof or extremely water-resistant compared to a lot of the wood products that we've had or wood-type products like, like laminates and things that are wood-based right. uh, material. So you get young families, families with, you know, a couple dogs. Um, it's going to, it's, it's a big thing because, you know, someone comes in with wet boots and if there's not a rug there. Yeah. Eventually, if that happens enough, whether it's laminate or wood, there's going to be an issue. Something's going to swell. Yeah, expansion, um, swelling. So if you can, yeah, exactly. So if you eliminate um, water being an issue, uh, that's huge. Durability, it, it is extremely durable. Um, a lot of commercial spaces have have a ton of vinyl right. vinyl products. Um, but at the same time, people um, sometimes come in with the assumption that it's essentially bulletproof. It's still a vinyl product. Right. You drag something across it that's got something sharp on the bottom, it's or you, or you, mm -hmm. you know you drop something heavy and sharp on it. It's still gonna you're still gonna damage it. Right. But. Cool. Okay. And it's super light. Right? It is, yeah. Does that change the pricing scheme of it? Like, you can ship way more of that stuff. And I can imagine, like, getting a single box of, uh, let's say, a hardwood or a laminate. 
Um, the the box weight, granted, you get more square footage right. for the box, but it's it is pretty heavy stuff when you get thirty or forty square feet in in one single box. Right. It's still awfully heavy. Still awfully heavy. Maybe not the ceramic tile type heavy, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's yeah. still pretty heavy. Okay, cool. Um, like I remember, like let's say fifteen years ago, if you mentioned the word vinyl on flooring, it was it was ixnay. It was bad. It was mm -hmm. it meant linoleum of some sort. Right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we've we've come full circle on that, and I've seen a lot of new builds now with vinyl plank being used everywhere, downstairs, basement, upstairs. Yeah. And it it looks it looks bang on. It's it's yeah. nice stuff. Yeah, the visuals, the visuals and the texture right now are pretty incredible. Right. I mean, it will never yeah. substitute real wood, but it's it's yeah. getting there. Yeah, it's getting there. Like the the appearance. You're saying. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So you walk in, it's vinyl floor, but everyone that doesn't know that is going to assume that it's your first impression. It's wood. That's right. Right. I like that. I, I like the wood imitation ceramic tile that I bought off you last year when I put in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the, of all the wood looking products, it's right. the only thing that's really, dare I say, indestructible. Right. Um, it's tough. But yeah. It's, it's extremely tough. It's tough. As long as there's mortar underneath it. This is correct. Yeah. And you installed that yourself, right? It's half done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One done. From last year? <laughs> From last year. Like December of this last year or? Uh, 20... 16, mm. I think. You don't want to get in a hurry with these things. No, you've got to make sure it's one at dialed a time. in. Drag, drag them out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I only had one room to do, and then the project, the second phase of that project was to happen over Christmas this year, but it's been a super busy real estate year. And my wife is like, hey, what about that flooring? Are you going to get it in before it changes and becomes, like, really unfashionable? <laughs> <laughs> to which you reply, honey, i got to sell houses. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Or I just grumble. Oh, yeah. Um, what about, like, kitchens and bathrooms? Like, it still seems like tile is, like, a predominant, maybe, maybe more so bathrooms, but in the kitchen, um, like, you're not seeing vinyl plank in, in a bathroom? Or are you? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, to give you an example, uh, there's a gentleman that's uh, bought a house that's partway through construction, and he is going one color of vinyl plank everywhere right the whole house. basement wow. main floor upper yeah upper level um bedrooms bedrooms and ensuite bathrooms laundry like every everywhere wow okay so and that is the beauty of it if you're if you're the type of person that doesn't like too many things going on you want to keep it clean yeah mm -hmm. there's no reason why you can't put a vinyl plank or vinyl tile all the way through yeah i do like houses that don't have transitions like Sometimes a transition is like a feature in like a, in a certain room, but I, you know, like you get into these older houses that have been renovated that, you know, is a predominant number of our product that we sell. Yeah. And you could be standing in anywhere in a house and see like five different flooring materials from one standing position. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. it looks terrible. Well, and even the, the transition pieces themselves, Hey, a lot of times those are, if they're matching, they're, they can be expensive. Yeah. And super and, clumsy looking. Yeah. And so like, let's say you've got tile in a bathroom. Well, you've no doubt resheated that bathroom, done something to, to strengthen it so it can support the tile. And then you're putting a, a 10 mil laminate. Well, you're going to have a height difference there. Right. So not only do you have all these transitions of different floorings, but then you, you have height differences too, which is right. never, 
never ideal. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Not when you're vacuuming. That's right. Um, <laughs> if you, yeah, if you're a shuffler, it's no <laughs> If you're good. a shuffler. <laughs> I just got this image in my head right now. Uh, what about, is it, now we're talking about transitions. Let's, let's talk about transitions a bit. Like if you go to a blockbuster type flooring store, one that stands out is Costco. Yeah. They usually have one or two or three different types of products that they sell at any one given time. Yeah. A pretty unbeatable price because they bought a, a shipful. Correct. And then no transitions. So you go into a house, this is really, that's something I enjoy doing. And you can pick out right away the era of Costco flooring that would be in the house. And then it's a, it's a dash to see what the transitions look like because they never came with transitions. They never had that particular transition. But, you know, there was one at Home Depot that was close. Yeah. And so you kind of get this mixed match of, of transitions throughout that. Yeah, probably. I would say still uh, a number of times a week we get people coming in looking for transitions that they're trying to match up with, with some type of flooring that they bought somewhere that, that didn't have or sell those transitions. The same, the same product, yeah. Well, what about, what about um, so like underlay or subflooring? So I have been a victim of not putting a subfloor underneath ceramic tile in the past. Okay. And it, it, it cracked. It, it stayed cracking on like the, the, the grout lines, which was easier to hide when I sold. Yeah. Um, I say that on a podcast? No. <laughs> um, yes, you whoops. did. <laughs> but, but like, what's the, what's the, the, in the BC building code today, does that not have enough structure in its floor sheathing to handle tile? The short answer is clearly no. Right. Um, like a lot of builders are using OSB, which is not as good. Plywood's obviously better. Yeah. But still, like I, I believe code is... At one point, I think it was a, like an inch and a quarter okay. underneath tile. Um, so most builders are using anywhere from five-eighths to three-quarters of an inch. And then typically, we put another three-eighths on top of that. Right. As long as we have an inch, um, that's usually... That's enough. That's, that's, enough. that's enough, yeah. Okay. And that's going to stop flexing and, and movement in that tile so that it doesn't... Hopefully. It doesn't crack. <laughs> Would you say the average person puts a subfloor underneath when they tell, like the people who come in and see you and they're like, we're going to do it ourselves, Chad. We appreciate, you know, the, the offer to do the install, <laughs> but we're going to, we got this. Um, we really, 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 really recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, we basically tell them as much as we can guarantee yeah. it, it will that grout will crack for sure. Yep. If there's enough flex there, then, then the tile will. So let's say break. this. If you're going to take one thing from this show, put, your, put some support underneath that tile. And talk to a professional. <laughs> e even, if, even if we're not going to mm -hmm. install it, yeah, yeah. that's okay. We, we're, we're, we're happy with that. But just we problem. just want to make sure that you do it right so you so minimize doing it right. issues. There's nothing the wrong yeah. about doing it right. That's right. right. All right. Uh, bedrooms. Now, predominantly, they have been a carpeted environment. Correct. But now we're seeing a lot more, like, if, if someone's throw, putting hardwood in their house, they'll just go right through into the bedrooms, same with, like, a laminate or whatever. Yep, yep. What, it, are we going to lose carpet? We will never lose carpet. Right. Um, I don't know what the exact percentages are, um, but dollar-wise, per year, with the... 
I mean, the vinyl plank and it's it's so popular right now, so it's always tough to compare with that. But we still sell a massive amount of carpet. Okay. Stairs for one because yep. it's mm-hmm. a it's always a far quicker, easier, and less expensive way to do stairs. Right. And it's not quite as slippery. So as we get and if you fall on some cushion on an edge and uh, right. or even young and clumsy. Either way, yep. you take a tumble on something hard surface. Yeah. It's no good. It's gonna leave mark. Yeah. So there, there'll always be a place for carpet. Um, yeah, it seems like carpet is taking a back seat, but carpet will never go away. Okay. And like carpet takes a lot of slag for environmental concerns, right? That's true. When yeah. it's new, it off-gasses a lot of formaldehyde. Well, we're going to get into a, a whole other thing. As far as, because people will sometimes mistake the smell of new carpet for Some bad all this off-gassing. Yeah. And, and there's latex to hold the different layers together. Um, but really, as far as how much they um, people are aware of, yeah. you know, the green side of things, the VOCs, the, yep. the off-gassing, um, they have to go through pretty Rigorous. serious testing okay. and to, to keep that down to an absolute minimum. There's always a little bit of, of you know, VOCs that are, I think even our bodies give off some, right. some type of VOCs. So. Maybe, maybe yours. <laughs> Probably mine. <laughs> I think I'm those clean. are called pheromones. Yeah. I don't know what they're talking <laughs> about. A lot of dairy last night, so maybe more, <laughs> more so than others. I, I would say... From an environmental standpoint, I'm as green as it gets, but there's nothing I like better than a smell of fresh carpet in a house. <laughs> really? Oh, I love it. It's all right. It just smells clean. It smells new. It's, it makes me feel like I'm in a new house. Until 10 years when you go to pull it out and then you just see like the layers <laughs> oh. of dust. The dust that gets well, And a lot of times, mm. it, like some people are mortified when they go to pull up their own carpet because right. they, you know, they, they might vacuum once or twice a week or yeah. maybe less, maybe more. But there's this, yeah, layer of, of dust and silty junk underneath yeah. their carpet. And they think that they haven't been cleaning their carpets well enough. Well, sometimes it's like the backing on a lot of carpets is quite coarse. Right. So it, and as you walk around, sometimes it just, that wears away. Sometimes it wears away a little bit on the, on the underlay underneath it. Right. Um, so we never shame people because right. everybody's <laughs> the same. There's always that dust and dirt underneath carpet. No, and I'll, I'll kind of make the last thing about carpet. We'll get off carpet, but um, there's really kind of two types of carpet, right? There are, we'll say four, but probably two main types. Okay, explain us what the two types of carpet, okay. or, or four for that matter. Well, we'll start off with, uh, as per the line of thought, with the, the, green, the green idea, um, wool. Mm-hmm. So wool, wool is natural. Um, it's, it's wonderful stuff, very, very soft, um, even quite durable and, and more stain resistant than people think, but can also be quite pricey. Right. So that's, that's wool. Um, is that a premium grade? Is wool premium? I would say so. Okay. Yeah, you can get different weights. So sure. if you get a really, really thick wool yeah. carpet for your home, yeah, you're going you're gonna to spend 10 plus dollars a square foot yeah, yeah. Or, or more. Um, so then we get to, let's go with polyester. There's a lot of polyester carpets. Okay. Polyester is great. It's been around for a long time. Um, soft and very stain resistant. Okay. Kind of the two inherent qualities with, with polyester. Um, and usually a little less expensive. Okay. So 
Then we jump to nylon. So if you were, nylon is, is a little more resilient fiber, a little bit tougher. Right. Um, hasn't always been quite as soft, although they are, they're tweaking things with the nylons to get them. Right. Softer. Almost as soft as, as some of the polyesters. Okay. Um, one thing to keep in mind too, the softer your carpet gets, technically, regardless of what it is, polyester or nylon, it's going to get slightly less tough. Right. Because they refine it and they refine it. So that's one of the... Uh, softer it is, is going to be like the more damage it's going to take from where Yeah, it's not going to be quite as if you were to take a, like say a fairly coarse nylon from say 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, it will Hold outperform better. slightly yeah. a one of the new nylons that is, that's really, really soft. Right. Like so. space age memory foam. Just bounces back. Just bounces back. <laughs> Right. It, it is it is resilient. It, um, that's the other thing too is, if you have a lot of you know, let's take a basement for example, pool tables, heavy furniture. Yeah. Um, say five down five years down the road, you sell the house, you're moving furniture out. Indents that are made in in a nylon, typically, will will come back oh, right. over time. Yeah. Okay. Um, whereas some of the other fibers, once it crushes it down, it's it stays that way. Kind of done. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, Philippa, you have a good story, right? I do have a good story. Kind of a flooring fail story. Yes. So without, like, incriminating anybody. Darn. No, maybe, sorry. <laughs> maybe Chad can help you out to define what, what the issue is. Okay. Well, I um, have I decided to put cork in my bedroom. It's beautiful. It's white cork. It's stunning. And I thought that there w I was told that there was less sort of movement with um, cork with moisture. So we put this in. Um, there's all these gaps now, especially around the, um, where the baseboards are, and then several in the middle of my floor. And then I've got um, a space underneath the window that's a huge sinkhole. And we were talking about subflooring earlier, and when I'd gone in to see what was happening, the subflooring that they used in a beautiful semicircular pattern was shingles. Oh. Chad's looking stunned right now. Shingles, I've never... Shingles, like roof shingles. Never seen that before. Yeah, but wow. it, oh, it was in a, a lovely pattern. So now I have a floor that looks awful with a giant sinkhole in it. And, and how old is the floor? It's a year old. I, but that oh, wow. happened, yeah. that happened within one month. Wow. And I was told, oh, you got to wait till the spring because then the moisture changes. My house is very dry, this and that which turned out not to be the case. Hmm. That's, yeah, that's crazy after a month. Um, well, one thing, I mean, it, maybe it wasn't acclimated properly, uh, meaning just left in the room or in your home right. for an adequate amount of time. Sometimes just a, a, a day or two, sometimes even overnight. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's always a, a good idea. Um, as far as it gapping so quickly, um, I mean... We're Kamloops, so we're always a little on the dry side. Right. Um, but cork, cork and the the core that they build cork on is fairly stable. Mm -hmm. um, so it's extremely weird that it's it would gap Gapping so quickly. Gapping that much. Um, I mean, if it had been a couple years and say maybe you wash your floors like once a week and you put a lot of moisture on it and, you know, that could soak in, might 
bubble and pull away a bit. I could see that happening, but after after a month, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I have any answers for you because that's okay. really really weird yeah. without you know maybe yeah. having a look at it on site. But. Yeah. So well, I went and bought like two humidifiers and did that over the winter, thinking, oh, they're just gonna grow together. <laughs> no. If it's if it how how big are the gaps? Like quarter inch, eighth of an inch. About that. Yeah, about a quarter. Yeah, if it's if it's gapping, they're very that much. very visible compared to where they're actually together and there's no seam, yeah. right? Well, so under a warranty claim currently, or something of the, of the nature? Something like that. Okay. Well, maybe we should have Chad back on and we should troubleshoot this issue. What is cork like? Cork come from a tree? Uh, bark. So yeah, yeah a tree. Okay, yeah. but. <laughs> I heard this funny rumor that, you know, like, that cork was like an endangered item. Are you trying to make me feel bad for having cork in my bedroom? Maybe. Oh, okay. No, because... I don't. They, they, they strip the, the cork. It's the, not the actually... Bark. Cork's not actually, like, a, a species in itself. No. Oh, it's, man, par- it's part of the layer of the tree. Yeah. It's yeah. part of the layer of a tree. I planted a cork tree in my backyard <laughs> last night. <laughs> Hoping to refloor everything here in maybe <laughs> six or eight years. Six or eight years. No, they peel the the bark off these trees um, every seven years, nine years. It's a very specific tree, though. It's a specific tree, and it is a specific time frame. Right. Obviously, they have to let it let it grow back, um, and it comes off in you know big huge chunks. They take that right um, and do a number of things with it, grind it up to to make mash make it together. The floor and yeah. So maybe it's this tree that's going to become endangered. Yeah. I heard this rumor. It yeah. seems so realistic that because it, it does make sense that if we're using more cork, then, you know, potentially we could run out of cork trees. Yeah. But these, I mean, the trees still stay standing. It's just so the it's still bark continuing. that we're, we're right. using. I mean, granted, I don't know everything about everything. But Next as, time, as far as I know, the tree to get the history should cork. still be okay. Yeah. With the first time I popped a wine bottle and had the rubber cork in it, I was like, "We're we're seeing Ooh. the early stages <laughs> of what extinction on on the cork tree is like." Well, maybe it's those seven dollar <laughs> bottles of wine that they're buying. <laughs> Ten dollars and above, you get the cork still, but nice. <laughs> yeah, the, the the rubber ones don't smell. No, they just don't have that smell. Um. I know a guy who, and maybe you know him too, I think you might, he refurbished a racquetball floor in his oh, house. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I maybe do know who you're talking about. That was pretty cool. That is cool, yeah. yeah. That would be a lot of work. Oh. So much work. How did he do it? That's pretty cool. He must have been... A, a in lot between of, jobs. A lot of friends. <laughs> a or, lot of friends in high places. <laughs> yeah. Labor ready. I don't know. Yeah. Um, textures. What about Shag? Is Shag coming back? <laughs> no, I think Shag is, I, yeah, I think Shag is gone for a while. Uh, you <laughs> might you might still see some for area carpets. Right. Throw rugs. Um, but yeah, Shag, Shag came back uh, 10 years ago. It wasn't quite the same Shag is, you might remember, I don't remember it, but you might remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's that's fast. I remember Shag. Not entirely true, but. uh, It was green. I thought it was grass. Like, I thought we could mow it. It just, and it had lots of stuff in it. Like, there would be toys hidden in there. 
animals, dead animals. Food. Yeah. Critters. Yeah. Yeah, children, whatever. <laughs> Spiders had an ecological <laughs> environment. So it was a very natural, yeah, maybe it was, like its own like, ecosystem in there. Yeah, absolutely. Disgusting. I can only imagine what the sheeting looked like when you ripped that off. Imagine the really high-quality <laughs> yeah. ink on that check. Mm-hmm. Um, before we wrap it up, I kind of always have this forecasting question to all our guests, As, especially because it's January right now. There's a lot of New Year's resolutions, a lot of forecasting. There's some big changes in, in the real estate industry with the way mortgages are functioning, and that might play a big factor on your market because 10... It tends to be the trend that when houses aren't selling, a lot more people are renovating. And when, would you agree with that? Um, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. And so now it's going to be a little harder to purchase a home. Like the mortgage rules have changed with the introduction of the B20 regulatory change. Yeah. Um, what's your forecast for 2018? Is it, is it going to be dynamic? What do you think? Um, well, as far as like the real estate aside, like I know from like new building starts, yeah. um, like we feel good about what's coming, what, what's coming. Um, ju- even just what we know with our store for the next couple months, um, it's going to be a pretty good first quarter, nice. I think. Um, but yeah, I guess with people or with maybe not as much inventory out there, you're right, people are yeah. probably going to or stay and, and well, renovate. With new builds, I can possibly. totally see that because we've had a shortage inventory for the last 15, 16 months. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, builders have their eye on improved returns because nobody is challenging that market right now because there's no product available. You know, a builder can't sell a spec home when the house that was built two years earlier across the street is selling for X dollars. Correct. Yeah. But that house across the street is just not for sale this year. That's and true. it hasn't been for a while. So they're able to really capitalize on the returns of those I think so. So yeah. I think, you know, from that perspective, you're probably dead on in the early part of 2018, at least, the way things are trending. We should have a good year, yeah. even in um, flooring for new build. Yeah. yeah. Just got a great vibe. Cool. Just a great vibe. <laughs> trivia. trivia. Who's got a trivia question? Philippa? No. <laughs> So we're going to introduce a trivia to our, but I don't have one. <laughs> I spent all my research on the history, the history of floor covering. Of floor covering. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we pass on the trivia this time and you're lucky because we're going to get gritty. It's going to be Kamloops trivia. Okay. Are we Do you ever... have any Kamloops trivia? Probably not. Don't you have some celebrity type friends? Oh... Well, you have some celebrity friends. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen them yeah. with you, but I have heard them <laughs> with you. Yeah, they, they, well, they're busy, right? They're busy guys. They're, yeah, they're involved in all sorts of projects, so it, it's tough to get them. It's tough to get them? In, in person. They couldn't they, make, you couldn't make a quick call and get them on the podcast. Um, uh, or... <laughs> <laughs> this is better than trivia. This is Ooh, way better we, than uh, Well, we could give Arnold the a try I think we should yes like that would my podcast could go yeah. like number one overnight well because I, I feel like Kim Jong-un is probably too busy having a Twitter war with Trump right now right? so yeah. <laughs> he's uh, yeah he's he's got other things on his mind keeping his his hair nice and square. head nice and square yeah, yeah. Um, 
but we could yeah we could try and get Arnold on the phone. Let's do there. it. Let's do it. What, do, do you want me to phone? Um, you want me to dial him? Yeah. Well, no, that's okay. I've got I've got him. Uh, He's got, got him on speed dial. He's so, got him on speed dial. Is this dial. really happening? Yeah. Really, yeah, like this really is, happening. This is intense. If if you are listening at home, please do not shut off this podcast yeah. until you have. Well, let's wait and see if we get him on the line first. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll put him on speaker. Hello. Hey, Arnold. It's it's Chad up in uh, up in Canada. Your your buddy. <laughs> you do remember me? Oh yeah, I remember you. Uh, we're good buddies. We've been buddies for so long. What's happening? What's going on up there? It's probably colder, I bet, than down here in sunny California. Oh, hey, cool. Thanks for taking my call. Anyways, um, I'm here with, with Philippa and Parker. We're just doing a little uh, a podcast today, and uh, we, just, we just wanted to say hi. Ah, that's so cool. I love podcasts. Um, what's, what is going on? Well, I, I, just, I just told you, uh, Arnie, we're, we're just doing a, a podcast, and we're, we're about to wrap it up here. Ah, that's cool. Well, I'm just working on Terminator 6. And Revenge of the Neo Nerds. And that's cool, Arnie. All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna peace out here. Um, thanks, can I, can thanks. I make a request just before you before you go, Arnold? Oh, hang on, Arnie. And what is it? Can you just give my podcast a shout out as we go? Yeah, I can do that. To Camus Insider, that would be awesome. Okay, Camus Insider, that's the one, right? That's the one. Okay, here's my shout out. Arn, Kamloops 2018, shout out to Parker Bennett and his instant, what is it again? I can't remember. Uh, Short-term memory is so bad. Kamloops Insider. Kamloops Insider podcast. You're doing a great job. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay warm, you guys. All right. Thanks, Arnie. Talk to you later. Peace out. Appreciate it. Wow, I am so impressed. Arnie. God. I think he, I haven't talked to him in a little while. We should have FaceTimed him. We should have. Oh, that would have been better. Took, be him, cool. took him a little while to... He seemed a little out of it. Yeah, he was probably busy. He's yeah. busy filming, he said. That's true. Hey, yeah. Chad, I appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate bringing on your buddies on the show. Um, how do guys get a hold of you if they, if they have a flooring project they need uh, some help on? United Floors. We are 805 Notre Dame Drive, 374-1223. Nice. Thank you again for, uh, for being on our podcast, and maybe we'll have you back on sometime. I would really, really look forward to that. Take care, and if you haven't checked out the Kamloops Insider vlog, please do so. You can check that out on, how do we get that, Emma? On your Facebook, Parker on Bennett Real Estate. Parker Bennett Personal Real Estate Co. Facebook, as well as you can click on it through our website as well, right? The View, View Real Estate. View Kamloops Real Estate. I should know that. <laughs> Anyways, thanks again. Thanks, Take care. Dad.